early. Oh, I'm so bored. How long now? Oh, Charlie, sorry, it's still nine days, my love. Seems a long time to wait. Oh, I know. I could put on another episode of the This Week in Pens podcast. No! I want to be entertained, not bored to death. One more hour of pen reviews and I'll flip my own bick. How about a YouTube video then? You like those, don't you? I do. Any new cat videos? No, Charlie. I think we've watched them all. Oh, crap. There is this new thing I've seen that the young ones are talking about. Oh, yeah. What's that? Oh, it's called Twitter. Oh, what do they do there? Well, as far as I can tell, it's a place to argue on the internet and make poop jokes. Poop jokes? I'm in. It's the 12 Days of Podcasting to the 12 Podcasting Days of Christmas! Oh, hello there. I didn't see you. I, do you come to this closet often? <laughs> Hi there, it's Doug. It's uh, day four. Day four, I believe. Let me just check. Let's check the notes. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's the sound of preparation, my friends. Yes, indeed. This is episode seventy-two of the Slug is Doug podcast. Episode four of the twelve days of podcasting leading up to the twelve podcasting days of Christmas. A new series. Yes, a new, uh, highly popular series. I gotta say. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, I thank you for joining me for this fourth day in a row. I know, it's a lot of me, but hey, who doesn't like a lot of me? Don't answer that question. So, uh, I'm going to try to keep these a little bit briefer. I I realize maybe having 12 episodes of me doing this kind of shtick might get a little tiring. But, you know, I did prepare, and so we're going to try to work through what we've got here. Uh, It is Monday. Uh, boy, I should really know what day it is. All I know is we've got nine days left. So, uh, today is Monday the 26th of November, 2018. And, uh, I, I have some follow-up. I have a little bit of follow-up. I I think, uh, I think that worked out well in the last episode because, you know, I do need to keep myself honest. We are a professional podcast here now, now that we prepare, right? No. Uh, but I do have to keep myself honest and uh, and and correct my my errors because I am not perfect, as we all know very very well, all too well perhaps. Uh, and in the uh, last episode, perhaps you heard me struggling for a word to to de- describe my views on coffee and how it was that I felt. And I believe that the word that I used was a coffee libertarian because that was about all that I could come up with at the moment. Uh, upon thinking about it slightly after that and actually looking on a, um, in a thesaurus uh, for the antonym of um, snob, I came up with, I think, what is a really good description of my feelings about coffee. And I think I'm an egalitarian. Doesn't mean I eat eagles. Not at all. Well, not just eagles. Oh my god, dude, the word is egalitarian. Egalitarian! This has been Real Time Follow-Up with your editor, Doug.
No, it, I'm I'm into the equality of coffee. I'm 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 just a people person. I'm a man of simple tastes. These are all the things I was trying to say. And that's why I enjoy just about any type of coffee you can give me. As long as it's hot and brown. And coffee. Be careful now. Uh, I'll probably enjoy it. Put enough milk and sugar in it and I'll love it. <laughs> Perhaps I should just drink tea because I actually think I prefer that more. Anyway, so that was that. Uh, the other bit of uh, FU I've got is... Uh, Oh, yes. In the previous episode, I claimed that I was improving in my research skills and becoming really good at it for podcasts. Uh, And upon further research, no, I'm wrong. And now it's time for Doug's Top Tips. So that seemed to be a pretty section of the last episode. At least it filled some good time, didn't it? So I thought I would come up, see if I could come up with a couple more top tips that I could offer to you, my friends, my my beautiful listeners, to help you in your day. I know life is busy. It's, it's tough and we can't do everything the way that we need to do it. And we forget things. We we find ourselves under stressful situations and, and we just don't know what to do when we're faced with these problems. So to help make things easier, I thought of two things that might help you in your daily life. Yeah. If you're the type of person who uh, is constantly searching for a pen, borrowing a pen. Excuse me, can I borrow your pen? Anybody have a pen? Who's got a pen? In this day and age, my friends, no one should ever have to borrow a pen because we are in the space age. We do live in the space age. And I would recommend that if you are a person with pockets, most people have those, except for women, I understand. Not a lot of pockets in your pants. What's going on with that? You guys should really, sorry, you gals, you people, hmm, perhaps something for follow-up tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, You people should, uh, you ladies, you ladies, gals. Anyway, should demand more of your pants. Get more pockets. But hopefully you have a pocket or maybe you, maybe you carry some sort of bag. Men too. If you don't care to put it in your pocket. I recommend because we do live in this age of space. You get yourself a Fisher Space Pen Bullet. Get the bullet style. It is tiny. It is so tiny. It is, I kid you not... It's about the, about the length of my middle finger, if that, maybe a little bit longer. And you keep it in your pocket, you pretty much don't even know it's there. You don't even know it's there, you kind of forget that it's there. Keep it in your front pocket, whenever you need a pen, you just pull it out, pull the cap off, put it on the top, it becomes a normal size pen. Become I'm mine, I'm, I have several of them. Uh, mine is in a lovely polished chrome look looks super nice but I've also got one that's like a black one you can get them you can get them so that they have a little stylus and on, on them so that uh, you could even write on um, on a tablet if you want to use it as a stylus for your tablet so that is a top tip and bonus tip bonus I'm gonna suggest that if you're okay well because 
The space pen is so good. And you can, by the way, you can write upside down with it, which, believe it or not, doesn't necessarily mean much, but you, if you're holding a piece of paper up on a wall and you want to write on that, works fine. Works fine. Other pens, they don't do that so much. Um, and if you have greasy fingers or whatever, like I do, seem to always have, uh, and, you know, your writing's a very important note, but you have to really quickly do it, and all of a sudden you go over one of those greasy fingerprints that you've put on the piece of paper that you've probably scrounged somewhere to get, uh, it writes over top of that. Other pens, not so much. They, you'll find that they, they sometimes just won't write. They'll seem to not want to write. Space pen will work. And if you're the type of person that even though you do have a pen, you're always scrounging for a piece of paper to write on, or a, 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 you always wish you had a little tiny notebook with you, may I recommend a Moleskine or Moleskina. Not one of these regular ones. It's just a little tiny one. They're called the Mini Moleskine. I call them Moleskines because that's what it's spelled like. I'm not going to say Moleskina. Come on. Duck's top tip. Don't be a douche. Um, they're about the size of a playing card in width and just a touch longer. And you know what? I, I put mine in my back pocket. It's always there. Sometimes it's in my front pocket. Doesn't matter. You can get them with lines. You can get them without lines. I tend to get them, I think, with lines. The best thing is it's got like uh, 16 sheets of paper in there and they're perforated. And so if you need to give that little note to somebody or take it out or whatever, you can just pull it out, give it away. Fantastic. Doug's top tips here on the Slugs Dub podcast. Next up, this week in podcasting history. Like I, uh, I started uh, yesterday, um, I thought we should really start to celebrate our own little group of podcasters that we've had. Uh, that's grown over the years. Um, and I mentioned a few of the podcasts that I listened to, uh, over the history of, of my listening to podcasts. Um, and some of the, uh, historical waypoints, um, that they had done. And, uh, I'm going to continue on today with a few more. I did a little more internet digging, some more research, half-ass research from our half-ass research department. And, uh, so this week... In podcasting history, let's dial back to, uh, whoa, should we go all the way back? What do we got? We got a 2008, we got a 2006, we got a 2011, and a 2017. All right, let's go all the way back to 20, 2006, 2006. I don't even think I was actually listening to podcasts at this point. I probably had never even heard of one at this point. Mm. Nah, maybe. Nah, maybe I probably was. I might have been listening to, like, um, Leo Laporte or something like that, or the... One of those related podcasts. But um, back in 2006, Andrea and Mark were released. They released on November 27th and 28th of 2006, two episodes of the Just One More Book podcast. The two episodes were called, uh, let's see, Sounds from the Forest 1, colon, Greg Fishbone Class of 2K7. And the next day they released... Delicate Defiance, The Red Wolf. I think that's uh, two books, uh, or or maybe, I can't remember. But anyway, it looks like The uh, Red Wolf, just in the quick little uh, episode description I read there, looks like a good book. I'm going to have to give that one a try, give it a look. My, uh, my kid kind of likes that kind of stuff, especially if it looks like um, where the wild things are. We're a big fan of that here in the uh, Slugor household. 
So that's 2006. Let's go forward a little bit. 2008. November 30th. Our friend Mike, the virtual youper, he released episode 9 of the Youpercast. And I thought this was kind of interesting, and I'm going to have to go back and listen to this episode. I don't know if he talks about it at all, but in his his little uh, description of the episode, he says that he was still selling the farm back in Wisconsin. He, he had just returned from a trip down there where he was relisting the farm with another agent. I have to go back and listen because, you know, as you know, we're trying to sell this place and uh, we'll all cover that in the uh, personal podcast section of the episode. So there you go. That's back. Uh, that's a virtual youper. That's on the Youpercast. Not to be confused with the uh, podcast that shall not be named. Uh, or what's the other one you do, Mike? There's Youpercast. I guess it's virtual youper. I don't know. You do too many. Oh, QRM. Yeah. No, I and I don't really do that anymore, do you? So let's go forward to um, all the way to 2011. And of course, the end of this week, as you may know, dear friends, Saturday is December 1st, the Canadian National Day of Podcasting. Or the, yeah, yeah, the Canadian National Day of Podcasting. And uh, back in 2011, on November 29th, uh, Scarborough Dude released... An episode of Having Said That. Yes, Having Said That, which then eventually, I believe, turned into Sally Talks or something like that. Another podcast that he had started at one point where he decided this was stuff that did not fit with the Dixon Janes podcast. He started doing something called the Having Said That podcast. And um, he released an episode called uh, uh, Who the Hell Are You? He talked for a while. He was sitting in his car. He farted. I think probably, uh, well, probably not a, probably not a historic moment, but uh, apparently it stunk to high heaven and he had to open the window. And at which point he was telling us where he was currently park, park, parked in the car. And this is when he termed, uh, coined the term, the Eglinton Go sparking lot. Fast forward, December 1, 2017, MMD releases. The Garbage Cast, episode 75, titled Toys. I've just been catching up on a bunch of the Garbage Cast episodes, and uh, I heard one from, uh, I'm way behind, uh, on all my podcasts, so uh, I apologize for not listening to your stuff earlier. Uh, I was just listening to an episode of MMDs the other day, uh, of the Garbage Cast, where he was at the uh, Marshall McLuhan uh, podcast around tables this year in 2018. Uh, but it was late at night and he was watching uh, that very annoying late night so-called trivia show where one can dial a number for $2 and try to answer a question. Of course, nobody ever gets through. And the question was, oh, it was a, it was a, a collection of letters and you had to, um, you had to name a, a brand of car. And it, it's hilarious. I, I absolutely love this episode of MND. If you're if you're if you're listening, this was brilliant. Um, I don't think you could have planned it any other way. It was just so good to hear you getting frustrated with the people calling in and the show itself, and then in the end to have the name of the car be and spoiler, but the name of the car was a Zaz. And you asked, "What is a Zaz?" Well, it was a Ukrainian brand of car 
ridiculous. Anyway, totally a scam, that, that show. But uh, a great episode of The Garbage Cast for that one. But uh, that's not the one I'm talking about. This was episode 75 entitled Toys, done with none other than our own, celebrated, at least on this podcast, Jason Reese from the Up In This Brain podcast, who in nine days will be bringing us the 12 podcasting days of Christmas. That's it for this week in podcasting history. Okay. Well, I got a couple, couple more minutes here. We're about, I don't know how many minutes we are in here. I'm kind of doing this all in one go here, and it'll get edited in the magic of audacity to coin a term, I believe. Uh, I believe that was done by uh, none other than uh, Jason Reese. I think he started saying that. Love it. So a little couple personal notes, maybe if you're concerned. If you're not concerned, just skip to the end. There's nothing else here. But uh, if you want to know what I did this weekend, quick movie re- re- movie review. Uh, Claire and I went to see Ralph Wrecks the Internet, or Ralph Breaks the Internet this weekend. Um, You don't have to have really seen the first movie to get it. So don't worry about that. Um, it would probably help me get to know the characters a little better. I imagine the first one's probably maybe a better movie. Uh, this one was pretty good. Clara and I laughed. It has all sorts of pop culture, especially internet references. Uh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Not bad for not bad for going to the movie with your kid. We had uh, daddy-daughter movie day. Uh, we had to get out of the house because we had an open house. Uh, not only did we have an open house, but we had a showing. We had two showings on Saturday. Uh, on Sunday, we had an open house, a showing before the open house, and two showings after the open house. So, I was out of the I was out of the house a lot this weekend. Uh, we're just trying to keep busy. So, thankfully, we went and got a movie. We got a free ticket from our scene card, our points card. So that was good to go to see that. Um, but it was funny uh, during, I forget which day it was, we were away. I went, we had left the house because there was a showing that had happened. And and by the time I came back, um, my, uh, these guys that I had hired to do the leaves around the, the house and to clean the eaves troughs of all the leaves and crap that were in them. Um, I had hired them a couple weeks ago to do it, but they couldn't do the, uh, they couldn't do the uh, the eaves troughs because when they came, everything was like frozen in. So luckily, our temperature went up a bit. And uh, so on Sunday, yesterday, they came by and they were able to clean out the eaves troughs. But I just got home from uh, being at hanging out at, I think, Tim Hortons with Clara. And uh, we had just had the showing and it was a little bit of time before we actually ha- uh, had to get out again, get out of the house again to go uh, um, uh, to the for the open house. And uh, the doorbell goes, and it's this lady and her husband, and they're from down the street. And she has a Eastern European accent, and she basically starts out by saying, not really introducing herself. She just starts out by saying, "Look, this is the way it is. I, uh, you cannot make noise like that on a, a Sunday morning. There is a bylaw here. Do you not live in this country?" I don't know. That's a terrible accent. I know. But I had to make it different from mine. So basically what had happened was my the, eaves, the guys came to clean my eaves troughs. I guess they used a, an air, uh, you know what they call them, a blower 
they got on the roof, they blowed all the shit out, all the leaves fell on the floor, they cleaned it up, and they left. Well, I guess she came by and yelled at them for making noise on a Sunday. Okay, yeah, sure, fine, I can deal with that. Well, she yelled at them. These guys are trying to make their money. They're trying to catch up on their, on their job. You know, they got to make money. This is sort of like the last day that things will be above temperature where they can clean out eaves troughs and get leaves for all their customers and clients. He's got to make his money now before winter fully comes. So I don't know. She ended up yelling at him and he yelled at her. I think he probably even swore at her. And so for some reason, she thought it was necessary to come to my house and tell me that, and for me to be thankful that she hadn't called the, the city on me yet for violating this bylaw of no, no noise on Sunday. Like, really? I get it. I, I guess I get it. I mean, you can kind of get tired of all this noise and all these contractors coming in and leaf blowers are really annoying. But you already went and yelled at the guy for doing it. It's not my fault that he came on a Sunday. He's the one that came. Why do you have to come and tell me about it? Other than maybe to say, you know, the, by the way, hi, I'm your neighbor down the street and uh, I don't, you know, have any problem with you. It's just that your leaf contractor guy came by and he swore at me. So just so you know that he did that. Like if she had said that, but she basically, she kept saying, you know, I haven't called the city on you and implied was the word yet. So I had to do everything I could to just sort of hold in the, the voice inside that just wanted me to say, so that was fun, and uh, I guess the last bit of no- news before we go is that uh, even after all those showings in the open house, uh, as of last night, the house is not sold yet. But it is promising to have so many visitations uh, or booked appointments to see the see the place, and um, it sounds like there's some good good possibilities coming. So uh, keep your fingers crossed for me. Say prayers. Throw care to the wind. I don't know. What, what, what does one do if one doesn't pray? Think about me. <laughs> Hope for the best. <laughs> you know what? If you're an atheist, you can't do anything for me. But if you pray, <laughs> pray for me. <laughs> send me some of your magic. Yeah. If you're a magician, can you send me a little magic? Can you make somebody buy the place? Let's all just hope that things turn around. And I get this place sold in the next week or so, so that I can, uh, I can stop cleaning this place, like, every f***ing day. Wow, Doug's swearing a lot today. What's up with that? Anyway, I better go. I got stuff to do. I got to clean the house. We got another showing today at, uh, a return showing. Somebody who has been here before is coming today at 3.30. It's Monday. I got to go do grocery shopping. I got to do, I got to look for work. Um, I got to put this podcast out. I mean, you're waiting for it, aren't you? And here I am just standing in the closet, just rambling on about what, uh, what's going on in my life. That's it from me. We'll see you tomorrow on day five, when we have only eight days left in the 12 days of podcasting to the 12 podcasting days of Christmas. All right, then. Cheerio.